0: You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneur's Podcast with your host, Trisha Shinko. I am a mom and I'm an intuitive healer. That means that I use my intuition to help burnt out working women overcome stress and anxiety in their personal and professional lives naturally. It's all about creating sustainable ways to improve your mental health and emotional well-being from the inside out. My mission is to help you break free from old patterns and cycles so that you can love more and stress less. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is episode 23. Today's episode, we're talking about my top five most profound discoveries and life lessons. I take you down a bit of a rabbit hole with this episode and really get deep and real with you. And I just would love to hear from you and see what your feedback is about this episode and what you've taken away from it. So please leave a review and let me know what stands out most to you. So let's get right to it. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. Today's episode is all about my top most profound discoveries and life lessons. We go through life learning lessons here and there, and obviously some are bigger than others. But when was the last time you stopped to take a look back at how far you've really come? For me, I started my journey, my self discovery journey like really started it back in 2016. Once I decided I was done with all my emotional outbursts, my mental breakdowns, and my short fused frustration, my life actually started to change. At first, changes obviously were subtle. They obviously took some time to grow and for me to change and evolve but over the years they've really compacted to significant changes. It feels so freeing and it feels so good. I'm not going to lie. I've learned so much in the past 3 years on my journey of personal growth. I've become very spiritual as you all may know <laughs> and so connected to my my divine self and the universe and my angels and my guides, and this all heightens my spiritual gifts, obviously, and it helps me to help others. One thing I've learned is, is that sometimes we actually go through something just so that we can actually help somebody else through it, not that long after. And that has happened to me a couple of times, or you just simply can't teach from reading a book. A lot of what I do, it's all about the personal first-hand experience. It's all about going through the trials and tribulations that we know that life is going to throw at you and then living to talk about it. That's the only way you ever really truly know anything is that you have to go through it. You have to try it. It's like driving a car. You can read all you want about how to drive a car, but until you actually get in that seat and do it, you'll never be able to, right? I only use that example because my stepson is going for his driving test um, next week. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> Wish him luck. So everything that I'm going to share with you today, this is what I've lived through. I've experienced it myself firsthand and Then in this time of reflection, I really have realized that I've come miles and miles from where I started back in 2016. And today I'm going to share with you some of the biggest profound discoveries and life lessons that I've learned over the years that's really made a big impact on my life. So the first, very first discovery was toxic people. It's all about toxic people. So you know those people. I'm talking about the ones that are always gossiping. They're always catastrophizing everything. Uh, All the stories that they tell are way more worse than it really is. And they really don't have anything positive to say. When they leave, you feel tired and drained. Those kind of people. That's what I'm talking about. And at one point, I dealt with a lot of them. So the first thing you really have to know when you're dealing with toxic people is that Anything that triggers you is really an opportunity to grow. Second, what you must know about toxic people is that nothing, I repeat, nothing they say or talk about to you is even about you whatsoever. Even if they say it is, <laughs> it's all about them and their life and their view of their life, right? so whatever they say, don't take it personally, ever, don't ever. (laughs) They're, they're there to trigger you. But, you know, that the other side of this, obviously, is that we're all mirrors of each other to each other's soul. So if they're triggering you, it only means that there's some kind of life, life lesson here for you to learn. If you see something in that person, the other person, you're that you really despise, chances are, it's something about you that you really despise and you're recognizing in them. And for that reason, you ha- it, that it's coming up for you to deal with. Now you may not realize that, but that's what it is. It's coming up because you're actually ready to let it go. You just have to figure out how to and how you do it is just to acknowledge that it's there and then release it, let it go. If you miss this opportunity to release it and work through this issue, whatever's triggering you to work through the opportunity is gonna come back. You're gonna get triggered again and again in the same way, just in different circumstances, until you learn that life lesson. And that's the beauty of life lessons. They're never done until you fully learn them. So. Discovery number two, the power of complete presence. Being in the now, so the present moment is the most powerful healing thing that you could do. And you miss out on so much. I know I have missed out on so much of life just because I'm either stuck in reliving the past over and over again in my head, re-experiencing the traumatic effects, effects of whatever happened. And that's amplifying the effect of these memories more and more, giving them more power over you. The past is something you no longer have control over to change though. That's the thing. It's in the past. It can't actually hurt you anymore. It's only going to continue to hurt though, because you keep giving it life. You keep giving it attention and that life in that you're giving it, that's giving it power to consume you. And you also actually have the power to stop doing that too, to stop picking up that thought, to stop getting trapped in those relived moments. You have the power to choose to forgive and let go of the pain. But of course, some people actually have purpose in this pain the pain serves purpose of some kind it actually becomes a part of their identity and you may even know these people who are always sick and always hurting and you know this is the pain that it becomes much harder to put down because or move on from because it it's all wrapped up in who you are and really just knowing this frees you it does it's Basically, taking in this and re- realizing that forgiveness for anything that you're holding on to in the past or grudges, or you know, that's the key to overcoming that traumatic experience or whatever it is that keeps playing over and over again. And then you also have to know that you have the power to choose your thoughts. They pop into your head. Yes, but you have the power to choose whether you want to focus your attention and grow those thoughts. And sometimes it happens mechanically. You just get sucked right in. But as soon as you can catch yourself, that's the key. You can turn that around. Now, of course, on the other hand, we also do spend a lot of time worrying about the future, too. I know I did. I used to. Not so much anymore. Um, But... Again, you're playing out different scenarios, creating this fictional drama that may or may not ever occur. And at least I know, again, like I said, I've done this time and time again. I used to become so fearful of outcomes, of things that I would procrastinate and just put it off. And then let it would completely pass me by and I would miss the opportunity entirely. And all we really ever have is the present moment. That's the thing. And I learned this reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's this book is so life changing. If you haven't read it, I, I really, really h- highly suggest reading this book. This is something that is really going to change perspective for you. He says in there, in the book, the pain that you create now. Now this is Eckhart Tolle. The pain that you create now is always some kind of form of non-acceptance, some form of unconscious resistance to what is. Now the intensity of the pain depends on the degree of resistance to the present moment. Let me read that again because that itself is so impactful so the pain that you create now is always from some form of non-acceptance the some form of unconscious resistance to what is now the intensity of the pain of course depends on the degree of resistance to the present moment so people are always rejecting their now or their present moment perhaps it could be that it's just so painful to live in the present moment, whatever's going on around you. And then you just naturally just want to escape to something else. But then not only are you not by accepting the present moment, now that it's freeing as soon as you do, as soon as you accept the present moment, it'll set you free from the pain that the it's causing for you to replay the past or go worry about the future that's the thing. All we ever have control over is what we're doing right now in this moment. When we're thinking of times past, again, you don't have control out of that. And you have to just know that that's okay. Right now, you can make a choice and you can choose to move forward. That is one of the biggest discoveries, honestly, that I have ever had. And it it takes practice. It It really does being present. You're not always gonna be present all the time. You you get glimpses, obviously, sometimes, of being present. You I get in that moment where I, I'm around my kids and I can see them playing and, you know, they're having so much fun with their daddy and, you know, I just I have these profound moments of just complete presence. And then of course I get sucked away with the to do list and things I have to do and go shopping and, you know, the mom stuff. But that's the thing. You gotta cherish those moments. And when you do have them and notice how it makes you feel because that's the changing part of it. Oh, change of all of it. Anyway, um, discovery number three, we all have a vibrational frequency. So we're all energy. I think you should know that by now. I've talked about that before. And obviously energy is always moving and sometimes it's faster than others, right? And inside our bodies, we call this moving energy emotion. And it's the label that we give it. And the labels that we give this energy, these emotions, that gives it life in our bodies. So fast moving energy can be labeled in two different categories, really. Either fear or excitement. But did you know that fear and excitement are the exact same feeling in your body it's all really based on how you um, filter through what's happening you know there's really no difference between the two it's basically how you label it that's how it'll show up for you really and then slow moving energy is a much lower frequency just like sadness loneliness depression are all low frequency vibrational emotions. Anger is actually a higher frequency than depression. When you're angry, you can still be motivated enough to do something about it. But in depression, you're so low with the vibrational state that you're in that you're more likely to be at the lowest low and believe that there's nothing left for you to do because you you're just you don't have the energy to it, right? So the anger actually you get that motivational push, right? <laughs> at least. Gratitude, which I found is interesting, is obviously the frequency of receiving. So gratitude and receiving, it's like goes hand in hand. It's yin and yang. When you receive anything and be automatically become grateful and happy, that is going to attract more of you receiving the same. And the more grateful you are, the more you'll receive. It's just what how the universe communicates with us is this vibrational state and you can change your vibrational frequency just by focusing your attention on certain things so whatever emotions your thoughts are focusing on that emotion is going to be amplified and grow just by giving it the attention so you give it life by giving it this attention which is why distraction is a really great way to overcome panic attacks. For example, by changing your focus from how scary it is to what's going on in your body to just focusing just solely on your breath, that can really change the whole experience, right? Another example is babies. They first experience emotion, but they don't know how to react to it. They feel something, but they don't know what it means and they look, around to, to us to see what the appropriate response is and then every time after that you will react automatically subconsciously it's just going to trigger you the same way each and every time you don't even realize it a lot of times these learned responses can be reprogrammed in your mind it can be done you just need to become aware of these robotic responses that you have. Over time and with dedication and practice, you can change how these triggers are really, you know, affecting you and they can, that will lose all power over you. So this vibrational frequency can be used to also attract and manifest what you want in your life. And the trick is really just to feel what it feels like to have what you want way before you ever have it. You have to sit in that feeling now to attract it into your life. It's the be, do, have model. That is something that um, Jim Fortin, uh, a a remarkable coach, teaches, uh, be, do, have. And that's a whole nother podcast, if anything. Um, But obviously it takes practice to feel this way and get into these states. Um, And that's something I actually help with, with my coaching. So discovery number four, the phrase giving away your power. Now I don't know about you guys, but I have spent a lot of time with coaches, other coaches and spiritual leaders. And, you know, a lot of the times this phrase kept coming back, giving away your power, you're giving away your power. And it, I, I kind of get the concept. I, I used to just kind of smile and nod and say, okay, sure. I I don't know what you mean. Like I have a choice. I thought I like, I don't have a choice. This is just something I have. It's out of my control, right? That's what I used to think. But I learned that you do have a choice. The power really is always in your hands. We're just distracted by some kind of fear, this dilutes our thinking so that we're, we think that there's nothing that we can do about the circumstances that are happening in our lives and how people are treating us, which by the way, mini life lesson in that is people actually learn how to treat you by looking at how you treat yourself. Yeah, mind blown. I know. <laughs> so anyway, the choice is, however, the choice is yours and to you can choose to take back your power whenever you feel that you lost it. And if you think about it this way, I've I've heard this story about this man in Auschwitz in the concentration camp. He lost everything. And he was in this camp. He didn't have his home, he didn't have his family. Everything was taken away from him, but the one thing that he, he and everyone can agree with is that your everything can be taken away all your worldly possessions everything but there is one thing that people can never take from you and it is your power to choose so you can either choose to live in poverty and feel sorry for yourself or you can choose to begin again it's really up to you and that is the most powerful impactful thing I've heard and that was just most recently actually I've heard that that example and another example of this is anger so when you're mad about something and you just you can't let that go the person who triggered that angered response in you always has the power kind of sort of speak really until you're able to let go of the anger or whatever is you know making you mad it's really once you forgive that you gain control back. And of course, that's a choice, right? And what you need to know is that forgiveness really isn't about forgiving the other person for what they did. It's about freeing you from the burden that you're holding on to the pain that it's causing you to be angry about this, right? So it's so it's all about freeing yourself from reliving it over and over again. And it's actually you that has to make you have to decide to make that choice. And that right there, once you figure it out that you have that choice, <laughs> that is life-changing powerful stuff. Um my number 5 discovery. So this is my last discovery that I'm going to share with you guys today. This one is something that I've been encompassing a lot of lately. And I also just started recently my self-care Sundays because number five discovery is self-care and self-care. I've, what I learned is it's not just something you do for fun every once in a while, you know, going out to the spa or going to a retreat or whatever. It's, it's necessary. It's actually necessary for your longevity and ultimately for your survival. Self-care is everything. Self-care, it looks like so many things. It looks like going for walks in nature, picking up a book that you wanted to read for a long time, giving yourself that time, that space, that quiet time, eating cleaner food to show your body love, You know, drinking more water, exercising, journaling your thoughts. Self-care is taking those moments you need to breathe deeply in a stressful moment. It's sitting back with your feet up, drinking your favorite tea or coffee or latte. It's using those essential oils. It's disconnecting from all electronics and connecting you with loved ones in real time. Giving you yourself that permission to do that thing that you've been putting off uh, for so long that you always wanted to do. Those are so many examples. Like I have so many. Self-care, it sounds, it also is really just speaking kindly to yourself. That's a biggie. How many times have you called yourself down or had told yourself how stupid you are? No one else is doing it. You are, right? In the end, what I have come to know is that life is a never-ending opportunity to grow. And it's up to you to see life like that so that you can learn, grow, and evolve. And that's what we're actually here to do is to evolve and to grow. But the thing is, we tend to think that if we just ask for something, we're gonna get it. But there was in the movie Bruce Almighty, so with Stephen Carell, Morgan Freeman, right? In that movie, Morgan Freeman said something that really stuck with me. I know it's just a movie and he played a character, but this, what he said is so profound. I'm going to read it. I have it here. He said, if someone prays for patience, do you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If somebody prays for courage. Does God give him the courage or does he give them an opportunity to be courageous? If somebody prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them together with warm, fuzzy feelings or does he give them opportunities to love each other? This is how the universe works. So once you start seeing your problems, and your obstacles in life as learning opportunities, the quicker you're going to be able to turn things around and you are going to overcome anything. If I can leave you with anything, it would be to never stop learning. That's the journey of life. That's what the whole purpose is that we're here to do, is to learn and evolve. Our purpose as humans is to have experiences of every single kind. And so, of course, that's just what I'm here to do. And I'm here to be the example to help you go out there and do the same for yourself. So that's it for me today. I hope you've really enjoyed today's episode. And I send you so much love and light. And I am very grateful for each and every single one of you listening here today. Much love. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can learn more about me and what I do by visiting my website at www.innerbuddha.ca. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at innerbuddhazen. I would love for you to leave any feedback you may have and feel free to leave a comment and review on this episode. So go ahead. Don't be shy. Again, thank you so much for listening. Much love.